Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Engston. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast, a special Zoom episode coming at you from OKC, Oklahoma. Okie dokie. Oh, Sooner State joined on Zoom slash Riverside by Randy Angston. What's up, man? How we doing? How we doing? How we doing? Well, hey, appreciate you. I'll tell you, man. It's you get the good. Yeah, I've been, I've been listening to some of the episodes you and Zach have been doing. They're actually you guys <laughs> actually sound kind of smart. Maybe I'll retire. You know, I think we've uh, we've got a couple. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. I think we've got a couple of things uh, figured out, but uh, yeah, no, it's been fun. Obviously, uh, you know, the three of us can, we really enjoy the the concept or the content we talk about. So it's uh, it's easy to get carried away and, and go yeah. down the rabbit hole sometimes. So we've had a couple of those and uh, they're good. They're good. But, uh, you know, we've got another good good one for them today. More uh, More big growth of the gym. Yeah, big stuff. I mean, I was listening to one of the episodes. You guys were like saying that Tim lets us make decisions, and I, it, it makes him a good leader and also a bad leader. I was like, wait a minute, what are you guys talking Whoa, about? Those words did not come out of my mouth at all, yeah. if Zach I remember correctly. <laughs> Zach oh, said that. Yeah. It's all good. It no. made sense after he explained <laughs> it. But, uh, I yeah. won't dock his pay today. What if he keeps that up? No, just kidding. Um, Real quick announcement, everybody. We have the Business Accelerator Program. This is our eight-week program that we used to run as a kind of a group scenario, and we would do a lot more calls and a lot more stuff, but we would charge a lot more. We used to charge 14 k for this program. Uh, recently put all the videos into a membership learning portal, kind of boiled it down to the best of the best we reduced the price to 6500 bucks and we are taking clients on like crazy this is uh appears to be a good price point a lot of people are getting a lot of value out of this you still get calls you still get calls with me as well as a couple other check-in calls call with randy um you know who is this for this is for the gym owner a few a few different scenarios the gym like right now we're working with a couple clients that are switching to semi-private. They see the light, they're not quite sure how to do it, they wanna get their pricing right, their equipment layout right, the, the programming right, uh, and do it right from the start, right? Um, you know, These are large group training facilities and we are also working with, with private training facilities going the other way. Uh, we're taking gyms from independent trainers to employee training. Mean, there's a bunch of different scenarios that this would work for. But at the end of the day, the, the business accelerator builds systems and operations in your business so that you can remove yourself from the operations if you want to. And that's the point of it, right? Because we work too damn hard, one, for little money, and two, to be struggling and strapped to the business with a ball and chain. Get the business accelerator, and you can free yourself from that. So that's that's kind of the goal of the accelerator. How do they get, how do they get started with that, Randy? 
Um, <clears throat> you can obviously reach out to me, winninggym.com slash call. Uh, you have a, you can g- just grab a call right there from the, for the business accelerator. We've got obviously a couple other options as far as the things that we have, the CLA and Iron Circle, if those are fit. But um, winning slim, winninggym.com slash call, we'll, we'll, we'll have a conversation. We'll go over your facility, the changes you're looking to make, what you think and desire from your business. And then we'll paint a picture of what it could look like with the accelerator, you know, helping you get there. And uh, we'll decide together if it's right for you. Uh, no pressure. You know, we're not hard sales company. At the end of the day, you turn around, it's me, Tim, and Zach. They're going to be taking you to the finish line. So uh, you can guarantee that the things we talk about on the, on the call are going to be pretty true because the next day we get to go do them together. So uh, <laughs> look forward to those calls, though. Obviously, guys, that's that's why we're in this seat, and that's why we do the show is to help you guys win not just your gyms, but you as the owners. And so pick up a call, pick up a phone. Let's have a chat. Let's do it. All right, guys, this episode's pretty interesting. It's a little different than some of our other episodes. I was talking to Randy before the show kicked off, and I was like, you know, what are the few handful of things that I would keep or change in my gym or made sure that, that I had in my gym to make sure almost slash guarantee success? We work with so many models in so many different states and areas, different countries, price points from big box to small box and everything in between. And th- there's only a few things that get make people successful. And I want to talk about like the handful of those things today that if you don't have these things, you should probably move quickly to get these things uh, if you can. Because uh, there's some of these you can't really get unless you've made that choice early on. Um, and that's that's where we'll start. We'll start with the location, right? I, I was thinking, does it make more sense or would I rather have a large footprint, let's just call it six, 7,000 square feet for, I don't know, we'll just put the rent at the same. Let's just say a $5,000 a month rent for 6,000 feet in a warehouse, hard to find, cheap rent location, or would I rather do a small footprint, like 1,500 square feet for the same five $6,000 in a busy shopping center? So the, the trade-off is, would I rather have a, a busy location with a, with a tiny footprint, like 1,500, or would I rather be able to spread out, train my clients all over the gym, six, 7,000 square feet for the same price? What, you know, which one would I rather do? But the, but the warehouse is like hidden, okay? And so the question is, which one's better? And if you were to ask CrossFitters, I don't know, 10 years ago, 100% of them would go to the warehouse. That was the model. It was get, you know, get the cheapest rent. People, you know, well, people will find you. It's kind of a cultish thing and a following is going to happen. And, and that's where a lot of them went. And I, and I bet today that many of them regret that decision. They got locked into these long-term leases and nobody can find them. And so my, you know, the answer I would give is I would much rather have location than square footage, uh, period. Because location, um, you're getting free traffic, right? You're getting free marketing 24-7 if you're in a scene, highly visible center with a lot of foot traffic, people just walking and when was the last time somebody just walked popped their head into your gym yeah that, that alone yeah. will tell you if you're in a busy place or, or not right and so my my well, first yeah. thing would be location Location to me is the number one driver for success number one and you hit it you hit it when you said um you know are they walking in 
Because ultimately, left or right, you're going to have to acquire clients. And that's the difference, right? Would you rather do it by spending money and having to market to draw and raise awareness to your warehouse? Or would you rather not have to necessarily do that work or spend that money in, let's say, a clear marketing pillar, right? Where it's understanding that it's a marketing play, getting new business in. Would you rather position yourself in, you know, a storefront or right up front where just your location is, you know, handling some of that marketing, those marketing needs for you? Um, I, to your point, I think that it, at the end of the day, the work is going to be, you know, it's going to happen left or right. The expense is going to be paid one way or the other. The big difference, though, is like you, there is a, a, a perk of being there, right? You are always constantly getting some of that walk-in traffic, exposure. I mean, hell, even as visible as your facility is all the time. I mean, we, we hear 10, 12 years I've been here. I've never, never even knew you guys were here, right? And it's so imagine not having that kind of visibility and still, you know, hoping, hoping and wishing that people were going to come find you and come walk through your door. Mm -hmm. Hell no. I'm 100% on board with you. I would much rather spend a little bit of money on the, the rent side of things and position yourself in front of people. Or, or sacrifice the square footage for the cost. So it's like, Correct. yeah, you can get a smaller footprint. <clears throat> and you know, I think we've learned a lot over the years. Bigger is not better when it comes to square footage. It's just extra overhead. I think the funniest story was when we were during our, during our construction phase, when we actually did phase one, phase two, we cut the gym in half. I looked around one day and we were operating in maybe 1500 square feet of usable space, doing the same volume that we do in, you know, 8,000 square feet. And I was like, wow, this really stings because uh, we don't need all this other space to do the job. Now it's nice to have, and there's nothing we could do. We already signed the lease, like we're, we're gonna use it, but like hindsight probably don't need 8,000. I think, you can get away with 1,500 to 3,000 square feet for a nice semi-private training gym. I think that is the sweet spot. Um, it's not all, all about the size of the square footage. So that kind of brings us into the next thing. Like what is the next thing I would absolutely have to have to be successful? And that's semi-private training. Like our flag's in the ground. It doesn't get any deeper. We've got pillars like casings, uh, you know, 40 feet deep in the ground, full of concrete with a flag on top. <laughs> This is the model. We've we've dissected large group in one on one. We've dissected class based and private training and everything in between. And semi private by far is the biggest opportunity for leverage and wealth. Like you're gonna you can generate the most revenue per hour and leverage uh, and, and still pay your coaches a decent salary across the board to service that. And it's a win for the clients. The clients get a better price point uh, than say a one-on-one -on -one training. And they get the kind of the camaraderie that comes with a large group training session, even though it's only maybe six clients in there. Um, if you have two, maybe two sessions of six going on, that's like, look, when we when we took a look that's at the state, that's plenty of state bodies, of the industry yeah. report, the average attendance of a large group training, like globally was, was under six clients anyway. So like, Technically, even though you have capacity for 25, you're really the average is six because you got those zero classes and you have a 10 class and a 15 class. It all averages out six to one semi-private <laughs> training, really good price. The, the other half of that semi-private training thing that's needed is a price point that's healthy. 
And what I mean by healthy, I'm, you know, throw numbers around, but like if you're catching 350 to 650 a month, somewhere in there, that, hey, look, you only need 150 clients at $129 a month or a week to be able to hit a million bucks. Hey, I think we can all figure out how to get 150 clients in the door. Hey guys, as you know, at Built to Grow, we're all about systems and scalability. And that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Semi-Private Pro. Several years ago, I was in our gym looking around and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients. And I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we got to create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. Yeah, that, that's doable in that, to your point, in that smaller footprint, right? You don't, you, you could still pull that off. You mentioned with your, your uh, you said the revenue per hour, right? When it came to the model or the actual service and the mm-hmm. deliverable, your first, the first thing you brought up is the revenue per square foot, right? And that's, that's the difference between where you're at right now and your large footprint. You have the availability of probably, you know, I don't want to say doubling it, but if you cut it in half, right, we are essentially putting twice the value in the square footage for the same deliverable. Now, those of you guys listening, if you, you know, if you're pre-gym, if you're considering a move, if you're in a spot and you need to expand, you know, you feel like you need to expand, like that's the value that Tim's bringing to the table with that comment, right? Consider the cost, the revenue per square foot that your business can can operate with then from there revenue per hour this all of this these things that we're driving down are logically based data driven numbers of your business that you can you can actually know the one the things that tim's called out that he said could probably do a little different there's nothing wrong with but there's an out that's that avenue of almost like an ego metric right the fun and the beauty of having a big gym, it feels great, but it doesn't necessarily mean you're putting more money in the bank. It doesn't necessarily mean you're taking more money home at the end of the year. The numbers that you dial down to, that's the, that's the difference that can impact your life as a gym owner. Yeah, absolutely. And I tell you what, man, I'm here in Oklahoma City, and the first thing I did was find a gym and yeah. got to know the guys there. I've been there five days, six days in a row now. And I've, and I've just gone and talked, I met the guys and the GM and, you know, he's like, I was telling him what we do and he's sharing his numbers with me. He's got 35,000 square foot things, he's got pools in there and all kinds of locker rooms and gorgeous place. I mean, I was in there on a Saturday at a DJ fucking spin in and it was like, I mean, it's, super cool. it's super cool place. And we got down to numbers. I'm like, yeah, what kind of revenue are you doing? I'm thinking two, three million. The guy's doing, um, you know, under a million a year. He's, in fact, you know, legacy is doing more revenue than they are. And and it's just kind of interesting because it's a different model. They've got independent trainers and they got, you know, obviously they're, 
basic membership, you know, and they had 1,600 members, which is healthy, but it's like, you know, what, what would you rather a lot have? Of bodies. That, that overhead of that 35,000 is crazy. He's got a pool, like I said, he's got two pools in there. He's got like a an Ivy drip thing, a salon. It's like, cool, but look, I mean, at the end of the day, like I'd rather have a small footprint, no frills, training revenue, like a like a machine going into there, you know, and make a million bucks. It's all it's doable in that model, right? 150 members it could be done at $129 a week. Think about that, guys. If you're doing 100, we, we build weekly now. We like I love the weekly billing. I know that's it comes out to 555 a month if we're doing it per month, like 4.33 weeks uh, per month times 129 is 555. Okay, can you can you catch five hundred bucks on them? Can you do four ninety nine and maybe do one hundred sixty five members? You could do it, you know what I mean. So think think it through. Like, uh, what's what's your model look like now? Hopefully, you're not sitting around one hundred thirty nine dollars, one hundred twenty nine dollars a month. Yeah, right. I'm look. I'm talking one hundred twenty nine dollars a week. Cool. And that's unfortunately. I mean, obviously, the semi private model. And it's going to take us to our next point, right? Semi private allows. It's a different deliverable. The programming is not the same as a, as a large group model. And that's where the justification for the value comes into to play. And so we'll talk a little bit about programming, you know. Well, let's, but, talk, uh, let's talk about it now. The, 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 the way and the reason that you can charge the price points that we just discussed is because of the programming. What do I mean? Well, Good luck trying to charge 500, 600 bucks a month when you have a wad on the board. Everybody's doing the same thing and it's like, uh, there's no customization, there's no personalization, there's no personal training aspect to the workout. It's literally a boot camp style, CrossFit style workout, everybody's doing the same thing. When it comes to semi-private training, you have to have custom programming, you just have to. Now, the, the catch with that is how do you deliver across six clients custom programming with one coach? Well, you have to have a delivery system. That's 100% of the reason why we created Semi-Private Pro to handle the programming and the delivery of the programming to the clientele. So yeah. the coaches can coach better. The clients can see their workouts on the screen. They can see they're different. They can see their name on there. That's all by design. Right. We want to make sure that Mrs. Johnson is standing in her station in her rack and she can look over and see Joe Fitness's workout is not the same as hers. Is it the same movement patterns? Absolutely. There's only so many movement patterns, but the, the actual exercises are different. And that means everything. And yep. that's that's, you know, and then not only that, between coaches, you can deliver a similar experience across hours of the day coaches in the workout like coaches of the of the gym and you know clients of the gym you could swap clients with coaches and they should and can get the same experience between two coaches that's the mcdonald's effect call it call it what you will mcdonald's and does not make does not make the best hamburger in the world but by god they sell the most hamburgers in the world there's a reason it's just the system it's the it's it's, it's not system. even the system it's the experience that the person the customer gets so take take that for what it is if you're looking at your operations and each coach is delivering their own programming that you get allowed them to to, to program and you have no control over this as a gym owner 
you're you're in well you're not in trouble you're just you can't get to where we're asking you to get to by doing it that way you're you're at yep. let's put it let's be honest you're at risk you're at risk if that coach leaves what what are you going to do and that's, that's you know that goes back to a lot of our coaching with the accelerator is is brand control is brand down programming brand down experience right um the our, the training trainers and the coaches in the in the business are integrators. They're pieces of the the cog. They're not the ones that are, you know, to your point, coming up with programming and controlling that. And for I, I know for a lot of gym owners, that's hard to hear because you you feel like you're running it. You feel like you own all that, and you feel like a business owner in that realm. But there's a good you know aspect of that that th those client those trainers own those clients, at least in the client's perception, because mm -hmm. they're the ones coming up with it. They're the ones servicing it. All you're doing in the client's eyes is giving it a, giving them the the space to do it. So when they move on, so does your clientele. And that, to, to Tim's point, that's where the risk is in, is uh, comes in. It's a dangerous yeah. place to be. Yeah, I mean, literally guys, we built the Semi-Private Pro app and this, this is a sales pitch for it because it's it's this important to protect the gym owner yeah. from exactly that. Because guess what the, the, the coach can't do? They can't deliver iPads with programming that moves in real time based on scoring that can happen on the fly. Like they, they're going to have to spend a lot of money to duplicate what you're doing. And they're just not going to do it. They're just going to go train out of a garage somewhere and try to do with a clipboard, you know? You said it in the client's perspective, that programming lives with the gym, not with the yep. coach. And I, that was the separator. That was another big reason we did this. So, um, you know, no, no knock on the coach, um, but we need control. We're at risk. We put, we, you know, we signed our names on the dotted line. We help gym owners win. I don't know if you caught that in the beginning, right? Like that we talk about, we're not, we're doing that through the, through the vehicle of a gym, but we're trying to help the gym owner win. So by protecting the gym and the clientele, that's helping the gym owner win. So take it, take that, take that to the bank. <laughs> Hopefully. Hey, Tim Lance here. And I just want to give a quick shout out to everyone out there surviving the day-to-day -day chaos of the fitness business. You know, you're showing up every day and you got people counting on you. I know it's not easy, but you're doing it. So keep on going. But listen, if you feel like it's getting to be too much and you wanted to get some support so you can get out of the struggle and get to, into real growth, then I highly recommend that you check out our eight-week Profit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Go check it out, sign up, and let's get you on track for some easy wins and get back to growth mode. All right, once again, the link is winninggym.com slash grow. And now back to the show. All right. And the last thing, if we've talked about a couple of things, but like the last thing I could not live without is automation. Um, yes. You know, there's, there's a lot of like, I guess, options when it comes to, to automation. Um, and, I, and again, I've, I've said this on many a podcast. I've said it in the public. I will put our... CLA or client lifecycle automation campaign and automation up against anybody that wants to step up to the plate, any gym automation nurturing software that exists in the market. I'll put it up against it. 
Uh, and the reason I will put it up against it is because where the competitor's automation typically stops is about 30% of the way into what the CLA will do. So most automation out there will get somebody to book an appointment. Well, that's like a third of what the CLA can do. We have all the outcomes and all the, we basically plug every hole. And the, and the, really the thing about this is, is so you can free up time. So Zach even talked about yeah. it in a past episode. It's like the re he has so much freedom of time because the automation does so much work for him that he could put his feet up and kick back, but he wants to continue to grow. Uh, but essentially, if you if this is you and you're the gym owner nurturing leads and doing all this stuff, this frees up all of your time. It literally takes all of the headache of nurturing, rebooking, and no shows and all that stuff off of your back and lets the system do the work. And so quadrant <clears throat> quadrant B in the cash flow quadrant is the business owns the systems and the systems run the business. Like that's the business owner quadrant that you want to get into systems. And, and the CLA is probably one of the biggest systems we install in most gyms. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and ultimately, I mean, everything that we're talking about, like we said, it boils down to the same things that we teach in our accelerator. Um, these are the, the components for those of you guys who've been listening to us for some time, but you don't know our story. I mean, Tim and I were a lead generation agency when we started helping other gyms. Uh, back in 2015, we started and we, when we were running challenges for everybody, we were driving paid leads, converting leads online and giving a gym owner trials. And we did this for years and we had an internal conversation one day and we looked at our, our clients and we looked at our friends in this industry that we were working with and month over year over, they're at nearly an identical position, same number of clients that they're, they're uh, in their facilities that they had two, three years before, not to the fact that we haven't put four or 500 new ones through, but with churn problems and retention rates where they're at, it was a revolving door. Their quality of life as the gym owner, still in the business 40, 50, 60 hours a week. Not no end in sight, no way to to figure out how to do things different. And that's when we stepped back and we looked at Tim's business. What we did with Tim while doing that was also take him out of the day-to-day, a hundred percent out of the operation of you know, legacy. Back then it was pulse, right? But to be able to do that while maintaining and growing to a seven-figure gym was an anomaly. And the systems that we just talked about, the not the numbers that we talked about, when we talk about the delta, when we talk about the math of marketing and making sure your monthly recurring revenues exceeding your base operating spend. Guys, this isn't this isn't talking out our ass. This is our this is us giving you the the exact game plan that we fought for, you know, that we created for Tim that or probably not even knowingly, right? We figured it out for you. And that's what we've built, you know, the coaching things upon as we've exposed and worked with other gyms over the years. But this isn't something that we're over here just, it's not another whiz bang marketing campaign, right? These are systems and ways of operating your business that will, will force you into being in a better place because there's no other way around it. When you have these components in place, everything comes in in line and your business operates, like he said, like a well-oiled machine, like a Starbucks, like a McDonald's. If you want that client experience for your clients, there's the path. Yeah. And, and going back to the, the, I guess, consistent experience is, is everything. Um, 
in the e-myth right the the haircut yep. story about the guy that that went back three times and got a three different experiences and he never came back again it was not because the haircut was bad it was because the experience was different every time and that's what makes human beings go crazy like they cannot yep. stand change in and, and, and like you guys know as gym owners you you change equipment or pull something off the schedule or do something that may even be better for the client, you hear about it because yep. it's changed and clients just can't deal with it. And so look guys, there's a, there's a lot of things that go into this, but like bringing and delivering a consistent experience day in and day out across the board from hour of the day to coach on the floor to equipment in the gym, that is everything. So you can you can have mediocre trainers and training, but if it's the same freaking experience every time, it's just like McDonald's. They have a shit hamburger, but they're selling <laughs> a crazy amount of hamburgers because it's the experience. So think about that through the lens of your fitness business. Think about the location. Think about your pricing structure and the semi-private model. Think about your delivery systems and think about your automation. All of those things I cannot live without. I can live without a lot of other things, but that those things right there are are everything. If you cut any yeah. of that stuff out of of my business today, we'd probably lose a lot of revenue. We we'd have to yeah. we have to rebuild, right? And so um, you said one thing. Yeah. You said one thing before we kicked off on that topic, and you said these are the components that, like, as we were kind of just, you know planning out how to articulate it. You said these are the things that for me matter everything else in my business is fluff is noise and that is exactly how i think most gym owners need to think about I think it I lost you. we need to simplify and go down to just a couple of the basics and do that really really well and from there that's when the rest of the stuff at some point might make a little sense, right? It's the the cherry on the top. But right now, gym owners are grabbing at straws. We're doing high ticket this month. We're doing nutrition programs this month. We're doing uh, new kettlebell search this month, taking the whole team to PB, all of these different things. But at the end of the day, the foundation is built on rock. You know what I mean? And so solidify this, guys. Take these things that Tim mentioned today, make those the four things that you focus on for the next six months. And I promise you, you will be in an entirely different place after that. Yeah. And, and you cut out a little bit there. So Nick might have to listen to the audio, but I caught most of that. You said everything else was fluff, kind of cut out a little bit. No, not necessarily fluff. What I'm saying is there's a lot of white noise, like you just said, noise, in, the yeah. business, in, the, in the market, like it's just noise. You could do some of that stuff, but it's a, it's a come today and go tomorrow type of thing. You know, and I and I'm thinking as a gym owner, how stressful that is as, oh, my gosh, I've got to come up with a challenge, a summer thing and a winter thing. Look, I used to do that shit and I and I relied on it because all of my other things were failing. I had to have that kind of stuff to to backfill revenue and try to get new clients in because uh, my business was just it wasn't where it needed to be on all the foundational stuff. But once we got the, once you get the foundational stuff figured out, all that other challenges and all those things that you kind of like have to come up with hooks, that kind of goes away. And, and yeah. you basically have a, a pretty 
boring but successful as business that's simple that you know what you allows me to go for two weeks into oklahoma city and watch my daughter ride arabian horses around arena in, a, in, in the heat you know like that's where i'm at right, now, right? <laughs> so it allows me to do that it's boring business but it's successful and i think um it would, it would allow a lot of gym owners to relax a little bit and sleep a little bit better at night so take Amen. it for what it's worth guys <laughs> that's it for this episode uh until next show guys keep changing lives we'll see you on the next one Bye. all right thank you for listening to that episode of the built to grow podcast where we help gym owners win now do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online all you need to do is join our private facebook group business talk with fitness professionals just head on over to Facebook and type in Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you do, we're going to give you our 10 marketing strategies seven-figure gym owners use to win. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Until then, keep building something great.